So I was trying to think half glass empty, half glass full, trying to think of my appointment that I had with my doctor. It took me forever to try to figure out how to turn this into a positive. It didn't take but so long. I am in that funky period where I'm outside on my back porch because I had to get up. I had to get up out of bed. I had to make myself eat something just so I could go back into the bed to get flat on my back because of the disc. But the drive to and from the doctor, which was more than an hour away, totally screwed up my back even more. It's just one more thing. But I've got to keep positive because I have to remember that I was up I was doing things until those exercises that popped out my pelvis and my ribs and the disc. So I've got to think that I was moving forward. And then I go to see this doctor, this neurologist that told me he was my savior, that he was going to be the one doctor that took care of me and come and see him every six months. And I saw him for my six-month appointment, and he was a totally different doctor. Why do you ask? Well, thank you. He acted like there was no sense in me trying to figure out how to work on the fatigue medicinally, meaning the bromide. He said... I don't think we need to go that direction. I think, I think we need to look into your mind, Christy. You see, your mind plays tricks on you and it can make your body sick. And well, I think it's time for us just to look at the bigger picture here. And I believe the reason you can't walk and the reason your right eye goes closed like it does, it's not because you're fatigued. You were sexually abused as a child, and you've suppressed those memories. It was at that point that I gathered up my belongings, and as he was questioning what I was doing, he said, hold on, we need to make sure that we schedule you for psychotherapy, and I want to see you back here in a year, since it takes you so long to get here. I said, you will not be seeing me back here in a year, and you don't need to schedule me for psychotherapy. We're ending our relationship effectively now. I walked out. I made my trip home. I thought to myself, this was an utter waste of time. It was all I could do to get out of bed. To make it on time, I had four minutes to spare. Got lost. Because it's, it's more than an hour away. It's not a common drive for me. And then to find out that he wasn't the same doctor. It was like he put that carrot and dangled it in front of me and was like, we're going to help you. I'm your doctor forever. Then just to tell me that it's all in my mind. I thought I was beyond that. I thought that now that I have my diagnosis and now that I was progressing towards getting better that those kinds of appointments were far gone and I would never have to hear those words again. 
But it happened, and it really bummed me out, and I'm not quite sure how to take it. I'm trying to get in touch with a neurologist that scheduled or, or put me on the bromide, but they're slow to call you back, but I'll be calling them quite a few times today because I tried taking two of the pills at one time and it doesn't work well. Uh, there is a methodology, I'm sure, to taking this medication and just doubling up wasn't the right thing to do. I didn't like the way it made me feel. It really kind of put me into, it just, it felt like if I, I don't know, Ritalin. I guess if you were chopped up Ritalin, snorted it, and did two or three of them, and you've never had Ritalin in your life, I think that's how I, I felt. Because I can only imagine how someone would feel if they did that. I was bouncing off the walls. I felt so out of sorts. And then I finally ate something because I did it on an empty stomach. And then I felt so crystal clear. So the brain fog was lifted. I felt rejuvenated. I felt really good. So I know there's something to this. I just need the right dosage. And I can't seem to get the right dosage. There's some extended release tab that they give you that stays in your system overnight so that I don't have to face the sluggishness that I face in the morning. It was all I could do to get out of bed. I'm still having to lay flat on my back to get this disc going back into place. And I'm starting to feel defeated again. I know there are worse positions that I could be in. I know that I've been worse, but that doesn't make the fight that I have ahead of me any less of a struggle than it was before. I kind of feel like where I was two and a half years ago when the doctors weren't listening to me and just measuring me for a wheelchair. I now feel like there is a possible medication that can help me. I noticed it helping me. I just need the right dosage and all will be well. But good luck getting that doctor to call you back. It just seems like a constant battle. I can't quite figure out this brain fog. I've been trying the supplements to no avail. I, I mean, they say you have to be on them a certain amount of time. It's it, Right now, just like before, I had people, you know, I was desperate. And people could tell that. And I had people wanting me to join their programs and 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 telling me, you know, we'll help you, you know, for so much per month, for this much for six months and all that. We'll help you walk again. We'll help you with your diet. We'll make everything all better for you. Well, all of those people, but just in different forms, have come back. It's like right now I'm desperate again. I have a woman that wants me to tell my story in her book as long as I buy 15 books, sign away my image and the likes of my story and everything like that. And it's up to me to make money by selling the books that she's charging $15 for that has, I don't know who in it. I don't know how many people she's gonna get in there 
to agree to such a ridiculous contract. And then I have another person that's wanting me to do these patches, swearing that that's the last thing I need. That's just that last thing to get me over this hurdle that I can't get over are these patches. I finally had to block him because I wasn't going to listen listen to his spiel and I wasn't going to pay $199 to get 10 patches so I could talk about them. Then I've got somebody else who's been been just been so nice and just been so wonderful and it bums me out because they want me to join their supplements thing and well it just seems like a pyramid scheme and I know those aren't what they call those things now but somebody joins in and then everybody that joins in three people join under them and then people make money off the people that are selling the supplements and one thing after another and well i don't have the energy to get up and pay my own bills and take care of my own family much less make all the necessary calls that this person's having to make to try to get me to join i couldn't imagine if i was having to call 10 of me a day trying to get them to join and that's how you make your money i'm not a salesperson don't want to do that I just want to help people. I like to help people and and spread the word about how I got better. But I'm not asking you to buy anything. I do have those, those little Ashley Black things, but I don't know how long I will because she's changed her method. Before, it was just, here's a link. You give out the link. If anybody buys anything from it, you make a little bit of money from it. That was it. All I had to do was offer you a link. If you went to it, I could make money from it. I was very open about that. Well, now they're putting it on Shopify and you've got to do all of this stuff. And then they want access to your group and they want access to your Instagram so they can change their marketing plans and things like that. And I said, I can't do that with my private group I said that's not fair I said it's a private group for a reason and if they want to buy from my link they already know that I'm an affiliate I can't allow a marketing company into a private group because I feel like that's breaking your trust so I'm getting ready to lose that I think so I'm just kind of floundering not really sore. I just want to get better. I know I was way worse so many years ago. And I know there are people worse off than I am right now. But it doesn't stop the mental angst that you have when you just feel worthless. When your husband's vacuuming around you. When you can't sit up for any length of time about right now my breath's getting ready to just go because I came outside to sit on the porch to get warm because it's so chilly in the house and it's taking my breath away because I can't sit up for any length of time so you feel worthless doesn't matter how much progress I've made it just seems like I start getting to where I'm making a difference. I was, you know, had all these little things planned and 
well, it's just not happening the way I want. I'm not getting better the way I want. I can't get the doctor to call me to regulate this bromide medication, which obviously had great results in the beginning. I can't regulate the dosage myself, and if I took it double, I'm not going to have enough to last me for the month. So, I can't be stupid with it. I just need a doctor to call me back. It just seems like we're forever fighting with this illness. We're fighting to be heard by the doctors. When we think we're finally heard by the doctors, they bring up the whole sexually traumatized as a child and you've suppressed it. Uh, then they don't call you back or your appointments are six months in between. And what are you supposed to do during that six months? They're off on to the next patient. They're on to their vacation, but you're the one lying in bed. So I just am not sure where to go at this moment. I'm kind of in a humdrum kind of feeling. I go back for my fascial appointment tomorrow. It just seems like every day is an appointment for something. And I don't want that anymore. So I'm cutting out the neurologist in Richmond because I don't need him anymore. I've got my one neurologist in town if they'll call me back. My GP, if I can get him to prescribe the bromide, then that's what I'm going to do. I've got to figure out how to take it because it made such a difference. And I promise you, I have spoken to individuals. I spoke with Anna Kavligan yesterday. We were both conversating from our beds and we were talking about, we've planned on next Friday on us getting together. And there's another wonderful woman that's con. Several people have contacted me. We've made conversations and had conversations via messenger and video chats and stuff like that. It's just when it comes time to get together for the podcast, either the illness bites them in the rear end or it bites me in the rear end. There has to be some joke there, right? About how, like, you get five people with HEDS in a room and you're trying to screw in a light bulb or something. There has to be a joke or something somewhere because Lord help somebody if they're dependent on us to help them. I believe we would manage in an emergency situation, but I just got to kind of make light of it at the moment because I'm just disgruntled. I'm disgruntled because people are asking me to sell their products and that's not me. And I'll be making them money, but not myself. I'm upset because a woman that I've been working with who finally got her daughter into physical therapy, well, the insurance has now decided they're not going to cover her physical therapy because the child has a chronic illness and physical therapy won't cure it. No, it won't cure it, but you know what? It's helping her manage her symptoms. And it saddens me that this little girl has to suffer. So I don't feel like I have any right to complain because I feel so badly for this little girl. So I tried to do everything I could to make sure this mother knew what she needed to do when she went to physical therapy to fight for her daughter to remain in physical therapy. And it's a shame that we're fighting to stand up with this illness. We're fighting the doctors. We're fighting the individuals that don't believe us. We're just constantly fighting, and sometimes the fight just wears out. And at this point, my friends, I'm going back in the bed. 
Christy Lynn Hanchy, AWOL Zebra, I thank you for sharing your time with me today. Have a lovely day.